I've pulled one over on ye. Why do you do this to me? Hello and welcome to Punk Goes Pod, the internet's only podcast that chronicles Fearless Records' Punk Goes series to answer the age-old question, hell yeah or yeah nah. You'll notice I took the ellipses out. I'm worried that people are going to think that it's Punk Goes ellipses instead of just Punk Goes dot dot dot. It does, it, it does sort of bleed into my brain a little bit. Uh, I believe that's what the stroke is, um, but it bleeds into my brain a bit. Like it does sort of become the Punk Goes Ellipses series, yeah. Uh, and it is a, a little bit because I say it in when I introduce as well, and also just like when I say PGP, my mind just immediately goes to Punk Goes Pod. Yes, when I'm thinking Punk Goes Pop, it is yes. What a Funny series of mishaps this is. Uh, I expect you to write a formal apology about that one. What? Because this week's song... Ah. Apology by Alisana, as covered by Alisana for Punk Goes Acoustic 2. Maligned album cover is the Punk Goes Acoustic 2 album cover, which is just the guy with the acoustic guitar behind his back. It's such a bad cover. So bad. Although, based on a conversation that has not yet been released into the wild, um, I have a little bit more sympathy for how bad the cover art can be at times. Um, But you guys will just have to wait for that. Yes. Ah. I am not expecting this to be an overly comprehensive episode, an overly long episode. This is our return to acoustic songs. We haven't done an acoustic song for like 10 weeks. It's been really good. I don't think we've done an acoustic song since we've moved. Oh, yeah. 
it's been that long. It's been so long since we've done an acoustic song. Mm. And my heart just kind of sank when I saw those those three words, punk goes acoustic. I guess we could sort of throw a wrench in our own system and just get them all out of the way. But I don't know. I like the variety of how we just randomised the list when we began and now we've forgotten everything about it. So every week is kind of a surprise. And you know I don't know google sheets so no uh you would have to do that yourself yeah look i would be miserable by the end of it if we just did like three months maybe we could do like a um it'd be longer than that it'd be probably like half a year of just punk goes acoustic oh my god it would do maybe we could just do like one or two like great big episodes where we just do like a quick fire round of all of them (laughs) just fucking get them done i mean it would cut the actual length of the podcast down <laughs> by about half a year. Because as it stands, our schedule has cut my life down by about half a year, I'm sure. And <laughs> yes, Punk Goes Pod, you've you've heard it here first, Punk Goes Pod can reduce life expectancy. Yeah, um, talk to your doctor about it. Um, I don't know why I'm, it just makes me think of in year eight, um, when we had to do, like, we had that one semester where we had to do mandatory sewing. Oh, that's so cool. Did you not have that? So, like, one one semester it was mandatory, like, every class did sewing, mm-hmm. and then the, I think it might, it either was the same semester or the next semester, or the semester after, it was home ec. Okay. Which I liked home ec, because we got to make stuff, we got to cook, and, like, you got to eat your cooking. See, it's... <laughs> That is the best part of cooking, yes. Um, See, to me, home ec, that would involve sewing, surely. I don't know, I guess it's all about... Why the fuck is it called home economics? You don't learn anything about the economies of scale when it comes to your kitchen. Yeah, I don't don't know. I don't know why. And I remember my brother being like, I've got home economics. And it was like, wait, what? He's like, it's cooking. It's like, why don't they just call it... I don't know why they don't just call it (laughs) cooking... Don't ask me. But anyway, so in our mandatory sewing class... You make it sound like it was, like, a very bleak experience. I've just got dumb fingers. Like, <laughs> my... I, I was not good at... I, and there was also, like, the semester of mandatory woodwork. I think it's just the use of mandatory in front of it. It's just... Well, yeah, because <laughs> we didn't... But we didn't have a choice. I know, but, like, so that makes every subject was mandatory until you got to choose. Like, you don't say I had mandatory English, I had mandatory, um... Well, no, because I enjoyed English. Exactly. (laughs) Because I didn't have to use my dumb fingers for anything. Anyway, continue. And there was, like, the bad kid sitting in the back corner, and one of them... She said that she was just spinning a pair of scissors around, and they accidentally cut through the very thick sewing machine, uh cord while it was plugged in as if she definitely she definitely what cut, th- cut through person. and it was i can remember just like the loudest bang went off yeah and she went to the doctor and came back and she's like and I, again i don't know if this is true or if it's not because she's like yeah i got an electric shock and the doctor says i have a heart murmur and now my life expectancy has been cut short <laughs> And we were just like, like, what? She's like, yeah, it gave me a heart murmur. Oh and my was, God. So if there's any doctors out there listening, tell me if that's true. Like, does an electric shock give you a heart murmur? 
Because when I'm wearing my Ugg boots on the couch, everything I touch after that gives me a little, like, static. Static, static shock is different to, like, full-blown, like, high-voltage electricity. Maybe it just takes off a couple seconds of your life. Yeah, which I mean a lot of choices I make do that already, I'm sure. Um, yes, you live life on the edge. <laughs> yeah, a few <laughs> milliseconds at a time. Um <laughs> Yeah, I really hope it doesn't because when I was a kid, I was holding my sister's hand and then held on to an electric fence and so it just conducted through me yeah. and electrocuted her. So I hope I didn't inadvertently like shorten her lifespan. Oh, like we we have, oh, like my parents had friends that owned a farm and they had electric fences because of course like you got to keep the cows out of certain areas. Yes. And you know, we would just be like, like touching it for fun. Like, <laughs> It wasn't like enough. That shit hurts, though. It does. Yeah, it does. Like, and it surges. Like, it just sort of goes like, vroom. Like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, you wouldn't grab onto it. You would just do like a, uh, yeah, like sort of when I you did. run your finger through a flame. But yeah. yeah, there you go. Punk goes pod causes heart murmurs. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> of the best variety. And uh, uh, yeah, my one of my greatest school regrets is that I didn't take home ec for the rest of school. Yeah. I thought you were going to say one of your greatest regrets was that you didn't cut the cord off a sewing machine. I was going to be like, yeah, oh my I regret God. that it wasn't me. No. <laughs> you should look up that person and ask her, like, yo, was that actually the case? Or were you just chasing clout? Um, like, I used to serve her quite a bit in, when I worked in a bottle shop afterwards. Did she look like she had a hard mouth? Yeah, she looked like she she looked like maybe like that electric shock had shown her her future, <laughs> and like, she, like, and an outlook was not good. Like that woman in like is it Donnie Darko? How there's a woman who has like clouded over eyes or something? Or am I just making that up? Donnie Darko? Well, no, nah, probably not. Well, no, because because it's not about seeing the future. He travels. He can travel through time, can't he? Yeah, Donnie Darko. Yeah, I. That... Did did you miss the boat on like? How emo kids love. No, because I, I loved it. You were into it at the at the right um, time. Yeah. Yes, although it's one of those ones where if I don't think too hard about it, I'm like, yep, that makes sense. And then as soon as I interrogate that idea, it's like, no, it doesn't. It makes zero sense at all. What the fuck? Because well, he can travel back in time because he. But he, he travels forward. Well, no, because he travels back because in the end he saves his girlfriend. Mm. Uh, played by uh, I can't remember her name. Um, saves saves his girlfriend, but by killing himself because if that's right, if yeah. she doesn't meet him, then she doesn't die. Yes, yeah, that is true. It's 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 kind of like the butterfly effect, but but better written. Mm. Yeah, I do like that movie though. I want to watch both of those again. Watch the uh, watch the special like ending where he kills himself in the womb. Oh, I already did. It upset me deeply. <laughs> Because that was the alternative that I saw, and then I spoke to someone. Oh, they were like, wow. "Wait, what?" Like, because remember, there was like two separate. Well, I just thought that was a DVD extra. Like, no, I think, oh, uh, maybe it was a DVD extra. But like, I'm pretty sure there was like sort of a weird thing of like people being like, "Wait, what? That didn't happen." Yeah. Anyway, because because I remember like talking about it with other people in school, and they were like, "Oh yeah, if you watch the the special features on the DVD, or, like, there's a like the ending." is him strangling himself with his umbilical cord I, as a baby. Yeah. So, like, they do the nice version, or not the nice version, but, like, he gets to live, in, but he's just like, go away from me, get away from me. That's right, yeah. You girl, gross. Yeah. 
We need yeah. to stop talking about this. Let's talk about Alisana. Well, I feel like that was very of the time as well, Alisana. So, yes. Like, at the same time, the band formed in 2004. <laughs> okay. From Raleigh, North Carolina. Same as David Sedaris. And by uh, separation, Amy Sedaris. By extension. By extension, Amy Sedaris. <laughs> uh I couldn't quite figure out in what degree this was like relevant or not relevant, but like basically they, the band started in Baltimore, Maryland, but they would officially get together in Raleigh. And pick, I, I, sorry. Pick one. <laughs> Either you're from Baltimore or you're from Raleigh. Well, see, obviously the Baltimore roots had stuck around because the name Alisana came from the street name Alisana. Alisana. Are we supposed the, to pronounce their name as Alisana then? I guess so. Alisana. I've been I saying said Alisana. Alisana I, because there's only one end. I'm just going to keep calling them Alisana. Yeah. But, but there's a street name in Baltimore called Alisana. One word, but it's the, the two female yeah, yeah. names, Alice and Anna. Yes. Uh, this was the street where vocalist Sean Milky and Patrick Thompson would practice playing. Okay. So I guess it's like, because I think Parkway Drive, that was basically the street where they practiced. And Ocean Avenue, where I used to sit and talk with you. Yes. Yes. We were both 16 and it felt so right. I can't believe you didn't know that song until you were 30. Yeah, double the age of 16. Mm. No. So, I know, I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm Rounding down a little bit, all right? So in their early days and off the backs of their debut EP, Try This With Your Eyes Closed, the band would perform at the Cornerstone Festival, a Christian music festival held in Illinois, despite the band not being Christian. See, to me, that just makes me think of um, Dan from Sadie Hawkins' pod, his analogy of, like, Christian pop punk just gave him more music to listen to like he didn't really mm. care about the message so like yeah yeah i feel like it to a point it was kind of a free-for-all it's like you guys are vaguely inoffensive and i looked i looked in, i looked into cornerstone festival and it does look like it was it was about yeah like there was a lot of different genres but they definitely like had that pop punk yeah hardcore probably metalcore side to it as well mm. like christian hardcore yeah um yeah like and i guess it doesn't really like as long as you're not going up there saying hail satan <laughs> yeah <laughs> or, or hail buddha then that's what buddhists say isn't it hail buddha absolutely it is um <laughs> like it doesn't necessarily need to be like jesus i love you in your lyrics like you can no. sort of get away not even get away i'm not making i'm making it sound like they pulled off the heist of the century yeah, or something. Yeah, like someone, either someone didn't do their homework or someone didn't care. Yeah. Or someone was banking on the idea of bringing heathens into the conversation. Oh. I Much mean, like the people used to come and try and recruit kids to go to youth group at high school. I mean, that's that was your high school experience, not mine. Yes, it was. <laughs> um, anyway. We, we used to, we, we had RE class in primary school for like one of my grades and I found out like one of the kids was like, I don't believe in God. My parents don't necessarily want me to do RE because they don't believe in God. Huh. 
and it was like he used to just be able to go to the, to the library and read and i was like <laughs> i found out on like the last day i was like wait i didn't have to be doing this <laughs> anyway so early in their career the band would dub their sound as sweetcore i hate that but would later change it to pop metal that's better yeah uh I found this to be the most interesting fact about the band. So they would collectively write the book Annabelle, which is based on a trilogy of concept albums they released. And according to reviews on Goodreads and Amazon, it's very favourable. Like, they were very favourable reviews. People liked it. I wonder if it's... I imagine they were Alisana fans. Yeah. Yeah, Alisana fans. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say it's fans of the band who... But that doesn't matter. You can still... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, judging by the five or six reviews that are on there, like, <laughs> giving it fours and fives, like, it has a good rating as well. Yeah. So the story tells of a man who tries to go back in time to restore music to a world that has lost all music. This is for his wife, who I believe is Annabelle. Okay. Going back on the uh, time travel... <laughs> Uh, conversation there (laughs) what do you what do you think of the the song uh and if you don't like it i'll travel back in time or i'll travel forward in time and skip the conversation so just to confirm is this song off try this with your eyes closed yes yes okay i thought so because that's the one i listened to before in preparation um i remember the name being bandied about in high school yes yes but I can see why I didn't get into them. Oh, really? Um, I I feel like they're sort of a few degrees off, like, in two different directions. They're a few degrees off the likes of um, Coheed and Cambria. Mm. Like, I feel like they're trying to be mathy and they don't quite get there. Okay. No? No. Anyway. Um, <laughs> well, that's not what I'm getting, but... Yes, uh, and then other end, I'm getting more like Saison. Yeah, see, it's definitely again. I was in the same boat where I could, where I heard this name a lot. Yeah, and it was in the same, it was in the same like circles as, uh, yeah, Alisana, and Berlin, Saison, yeah, Senses Fail. Oh yeah, yep. those sorts of bands. Um, and so I, I think at that point I was pretty well past that scene. Yeah. Um, to me, it's more like, to me, I'm getting more like sort of like post-hardcore screamo vibes. Yeah, like similar like to from first to last desk. Well, similar of. to a band like Boys Night Out. Right. Um, and I'm going to pull an Emma Goulding and say, I'm going to play a clip from the Boys Night Out song. Oh, it's such a long title. It's like, I got punched in the nose for sticking my... Got punched in the face of sticking my nose in other people's business. That's good. Yeah. 
I'm going to put that in there. Um, it's it's not exactly the same. Like they're a bit different, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I so I'm guessing you don't like this. I don't hate it. Yeah. But again, there's just something so off-putting about just the endless like re of like screaming. Yeah. Although in saying that, I do appreciate how melodic the music is, and when um, Sean is singing clean vocals, I really like that. Because what's what is it? And I, I I can't remember if we've had this discussion before. What is it about like early? Because you can still listen to that verse, that first My Chemical Romance album where Gerard does scream, and when like that first the used album where Bert screams quite yeah. a bit, and like. <laughs> What do you think, boss? Yay or nay on the screaming? He's just grumpy. I'm like, I don't, I, I mean, I didn't listen to Taking Back Sunday, but I assume they screamed. It's. Chester Bennington screamed in like the first, like, what? what is it about, like, just what, why does, and I'm so, I, I don't mean to like be dogpiling on you. I'm just, uh, why are you trying to back me into a corner over this? Just sort of playing a little bit of devil's advocate. Why Why do some I'm bands... I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. Why do some bands get a pass and some bands don't? To me, it's sort of like how artfully it's used. Like... Okay, I get that. For me... There's a difference between sort of bringing in like those harsh sort of vocals as embellishment as opposed to just fucking going ham on them the whole way through a song, say for like a few bars of clean vocals. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do you reckon he's getting picked up on the mic? I'm sure he is. (laughs) People will finally believe us when I say that he just yells at me all the time. He says, I believe you. I I agree with you. Yes. I, 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 so I can, I from what I'm, like, extrapolating from what you've said, it, it's sort of like the build-up of proper tension. And, yeah. it's, and it's that moment of, like, the the most cohesive, or the best possible way to express this is to just scream. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. There, there are sort of elements of, like, the quote-unquote screamo bands and songs that I did listen to that do contradict that because like especially um the used's first album mm. like and even in love and death like there's a lot of just like mm. but yeah there's just something about the balance between that and the clean vocals that works for me and especially like taking back sunday I like like the interplay of Fred and Adam's vocals, even though they're screaming, like there's a sort of payoff there and like a sort of, um, yeah, like that interplay, I suppose. Yeah. I don't know. There's, there's something more dimensional about switching between primarily clean and screaming to me compared to primarily screaming and clean. I don't know why. Yeah. And I think it's just because I don't like overt aggression either. Because, I don't know, like, fuck off. Yeah, it's... So I'll say, like, I do actually quite like this song. Mm, you're I, allowed to. I, I, yeah, I know. But I, I just, I feel like even, like, the beginning, it has 
quite a good build up and it does it does allow a breath and yeah. and, a, and a tense moment and then when when he does start screaming i feel like it's actually quite cathartic and i think like that's why i say that i don't hate this yeah. like i can appreciate that there is a sort of flux and flow almost like there's a sort of yeah trade off between tension and not yeah um yeah i think and again it's just it's not my vibe like okay. i guess if the music itself sort of had more like if the music itself felt more familiar to me in between the screaming then i'd probably be more accommodating towards it yeah cuz even by uh, not Three Cheers. What was the album after Three Cheers? Uh, Black Parade. Well, no. Oh, no. Yes. No, so okay. So Three Cheers. Yeah. With Helena and I'm Not Okay, I promise. Yeah. Have I... I feel like I'm missing one. I'm really not, though. So there was Bullets, Three Cheers, Black Parade. So what was the first album called? I Brought You My Bullets, You Brought That's Me right. Love. That's right. So yeah, Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. Even by then, Gerard had pretty much been, like, Gerard had pretty much was done with screaming, wasn't he? Like, there's bits, but again, it's not to the same degree. Yeah. Like, and I think because, again, there's something about Gerard's clean vocals that's so stunning. Like, they're really powerful. Yeah. He has really powerful vocals. And I think that, for me, is where, again, another element of, like, very powerful, clean vocals. Yes, you can do some screaming on top of... Well, this is just me talking shit, but like... She's giving you an allowance of screams. I know. Um, screams per songs. But like... Yeah, Alisana... Like, the guy has a nice, clean voice, but I don't find it particularly powerful. Yeah, it's... It's... Pretty whiny. Like, yeah. Like, uh, even, for instance, like, Burt McCracken has a similar sounding voice, but to me, his register is a bit deeper and yeah, more he's bodied. Got a, he's got a, yeah, I was going to say, he's got a more full-bodied voice. Yeah. Whereas, whereas, Sean's does sound like he's pinching his nose. Yeah, and I think that's it. Is it To me, it's just an extension of that sort of bravado that prompts someone to sing in a nasal yeah. register. Yeah, and, and it's like, you made the comparison to Coheed and Cambria, and it's... There's definitely not that prog vibe, and like Coheed and Cambrio, Cambrio, Coheed and Cambria, Claudio's voice, I get the feeling he's very much emulating Getty Lee from Rush. Yeah. Because Getty Lee had a very kind of, has a very sort of high kind of nasally voice, but like, again, but it, it works for the prog side. It gets me like Claudio sort of executes it in a more full body fashion. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And. And, like, look, I'm sorry if there's any Alisana fans. I didn't do too much homework. I didn't listen to any extra stuff. Oh, shit. Did I do more homework than you this time? Oh, how much Alisana did you listen to? I listened to that whole EP. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> but uh, You're deigning to tell me that I haven't compared it correctly to other bands. Uh, I'm being an idiot. Don't hurt me. Okay. But yeah, I, I don't know what, what my point was. Um, yeah, and it, like it's a very finicky and stupid thing. But again, it's just it's not my preference. Yeah. Like, and yeah, I think a lot of it does tie into just the 
macho element of it too. It's just like you could use this for effect or you can just sort of blare. Because did you read the lyrics as well? No, I'm going to do I, that now. I couldn't quite figure out. It, it feels to me like it's definitely starting off as lovers, but then I couldn't quite figure out if he... If the man has killed the woman by the end, oh gross! As well, because just the last line, it's like blood from your eyes or something. Blood from your eyes, but like it's 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 a juxtaposition because the first line sweat. is sweat in my eyes, uh, like screams of screams of lust, yeah. Which is like, well, so they're they're fucking the boning, the the they got that bone going on, um and. It just feels like, yeah, it kind of progresses to maybe, maybe urgency overwhelms me as I must restrain my flood of tears. I refuse to be slave to your false beauty again. I'll lose myself in anguish for tonight. Help me get over you. One last false apology. Help me get over you. In my mind, blood drips from your eyes. A beautiful last goodbye. Like, I don't know if it's... Like, in my mind, blood drips from your eyes. Is he sort of saying, I have to I have to picture you in the worst possible state for myself to get over you? Mm. I, I, I don't quite get it. And it's very much, like, I, I do like that it looks like, that it, you know, it seems as though they moved past this sort of lyrical content. Yeah. In later, in later albums and, and did go into, like, you know, let's do a concept album. And of course it's not going to be like, oh, you bitch, you dumped me or like. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's like lyrically, this is the sort of worst of emo. Like this is, yeah. this is, you know, boys feeling like they've been wronged and girls are the fucking bitches. Which again, like your feelings are valid, but just careful how you wield them. I'm going to, I'm going to teach you how to edit from the new software and I don't want you to make a soundbite of me saying girls are fucking bitches. I'm not going to do that. Okay. <laughs> um, our son is being very emo in the background. <laughs> we, we should sample that and use that as something. Anyway. <laughs> we could we we could make, maybe put it in the intro song. <laughs> just like, Punko's pod. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> baby boy! <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I still musically quite like this. Yeah, I just have to sort of detach myself from the lyrics a little bit. I think for me, the lyrics are more—they just make me cringe as opposed to like make me upset. Yeah, like it's just very, and again, that's mid two thousands generation of emo, like. There are a lot of things where you just sort of listen back. You're just like, oof, like that's just so embarrassing. Yeah, it it does make me think those are lyrics that I would have written myself <laughs> as as an emo boy who, um, you know, asked a girl out and she said no, and I felt really sad about that. Yeah, sad in my heart, and I and I don't <laughs> like that's part of the like the there's good things, good elements to this, like you know, remembering you know the fun times, but then it's like. It's not so much remembering the sad times, it's remembering the embarrassing times. Oh my god, yeah. And it's like, I don't want to remind myself of what I was like as an emo teenager. I think, yeah. These are the kinds of songs where 
it's the equivalent of like reading my like fucking your live journal or Tumblr. And yeah. Like, yeah, and it, as someone who kept a Tumblr that was very overwrought and embarrassing, and I'm glad it's gone. Like, yeah, just the full body cringe. Like, I wanted to kiss all the girls, <laughs> and I wanted all the girls to be my girlfriend. And not that I not I didn't think that anyone owed me anything, but like, you know, you'd ask someone out, they'd say no, and you'd feel sad. Yeah, and I felt sad. But the difference is you didn't feel angry about it. No, God, no. Yeah. Anyway. Again, like, I didn't feel like anyone owed me anything. Yeah. But I just, you know, you ask someone out because you obviously have some form of a feeling for them. And when that gets rejected, you're like, oh, well, I guess I'll just go sit alone in my room and play Final Fantasy VII again. Yeah. Although, look, to me, this one seems more just on the soft boy side than the... I'm going to kill you now. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Like, again, I, I don't quite know the last line. Like, what is that representing blood it... dripping from your eyes? Who knows? A beautiful last goodbye. Like, yeah, it could just be, could just be like, it's, you know, some couples, I assume when they're breaking up, they had that one last, okay, well, I want to feel your body one last time. Let's, Let's spend one last night together. There is something deeply embarrassing about talking about this on a hot microphone. <laughs> it's not hot. It's not live. <laughs> We're live, pal. I also like the cover. <laughs> I like what they do with it in terms of... Because was I correct in, like, hearing, like, sort of more, like, electronica? Not electronica. Yeah. 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 Like, I like that they bring that element into it. I would have liked them to dial back the background screaming. <laughs> mostly because, like, they've already turned it on its head with the electronic yeah. element. Yeah. They could have changed that to just a low register singing or like harmonization or like even like whispers or something like something to pull it into that more subdued realm would have been cool. I kind of like the screaming. Yeah. It, it's sort of almost like I have no mouth and I can't and I need to scream like I'm in this sort of quiet space and yeah. I... I have to scream i'm in a library that's true yeah. and there is a spider on my leg but i have to be quiet about it 
There is a spider on my leg and I must scream. I, I must evacuate myself before <laughs> I scream and evacuate the spider from myself because it's it's now in my pocket and it's it's setting up camp in there. <laughs> I've got one spider in my pocket. <laughs> and the other one's given a peace sign. Um, I got, I got ninety nine pockets and a spider's in one. <laughs> the concept of a spider is so cute, but there's so like the reality of a spider is not like a pocket spider is delightful, but like, like the idea of a spider just like chilling, chilling, eating the insects that piss you off like mosquitoes and that sort of thing yeah it's cool but i don't want it in my house or in my pocket (laughs) or in my pocket (laughs) unless it was one of those cool little guys that like swings its arms around yeah yeah that'd be pretty cute yeah but like we're in australia so even like even even daddy long legs have leveled up over here it's fucked up (laughs) like they're they're all like spiders are just cooked like, yeah. Trapdoor spiders. Just hiding. Fucking spider crabs. Long legs. Mm. I know that's not a real... Wolf spiders. Spider monkeys. Sure. Yeah. Spider-man. <laughs> Man spider. Alright, let's I, get back to it. I, I, I think I've said this before about other acoustic covers, but I do like the approach of... Let's not just have me sitting here with an acoustic guitar. Yeah. Like the acoustic guitar's there, but there's also the piano. There's, as you said, the electronic bits. There's the guy in the library with the spider. Sure. I I I like all the elements, and I feel like listening to the original. It's not like it's a stretch that this could be turned into an acoustic song as yeah. well. Like it has those those quiet moments, those soft moments, and it's like okay, this actually. This actually does make sense, but when when I listened to the original, I still was surprised by how it sounded. Yeah, I was still surprised that it, yeah, that it wasn't just because again we've not done an acoustic song in ages, and I was just expecting the worst. So I think, <laughs> I think in my mind, the, the return to the acoustic songs this is a good offering. Like it's, yeah, it's you know probably going to go downhill from here, but Look, probably, but. You know, at least in the beginning, I'm like, fuck yeah, this is cool. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, eh. Look. Yeah, there's going to be, like, there's so many songs where my personal preference gets in the way. Yeah. But that's also what music is, right? Like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's preference. Yeah. And, like, music criticism, even though this isn't music criticism proper, like, your preferences get in the way. Like, yeah. um, yeah, I don't have a hell of a lot to say about it because I know that I am not giving it the due credit it deserves, but that's not because I don't care. I just, yeah, mm. I don't have the right frame of reference for it. No, and that's fair enough. Look, this you know, we do have some more longer episodes coming up, so maybe we just need a 40-minute... Yeah. A 40-minute episode. Yeah. Like, this is below that, so... Yeah, this is a um, a palate cleanser. Yeah. Yeah, like... An amuse-bouche. We've been in a good, like, run of 
episodes going over an hour, so maybe we just have a shorter one. And that's kind of the idea with the acoustic songs is they it's only two songs or sometimes it's only one song to talk yeah. about. Right. So these are kind of our, cause we also don't want to talk about acoustic songs for too long. I know. <laughs> I'm also very aware that we have a dinner. Yes. And also just in general, like I feel like I've been talking more over the last week. And so I'm just sick of hearing myself. Oh, not in like herself, but just like, you ever have those days where like you open your mouth to say a sentence and then you just close it again because you're just like, nah, I can't be fucked. I, I, I definitely get the feeling, I understand the feeling of I've been talking a lot and maybe, not so much maybe I'm sick of hearing my voice, but maybe other people are sick of hearing yeah. my voice. So I, yeah, those are the days where it's like, I might be a little bit quiet and you will ask, is everything all right? And I'll say <laughs> yes. And you're like, are you sure though? Are you sure about that? And look, I love you for checking in on me. I, I, I love you for m- many other reasons, but I also love that you check in on me. <laughs> and I just have to explain, like, I'm just having a quiet, a quiet day. Just vibing. Just just not being 100% Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Wait till you get 100% Sam. You'll know it when you, when you feel it. Yeah. That's uh, probably a good time to set, to end it. When I say, you know it, when you'll feel it, you, you know, you know, (laughs) so you just keep talking. Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely not one of those quiet days for me. (laughs) I just, I love that I can just stop and you'll try and fill the silence and with mixed results. And it just makes me laugh every time because I truly don't know what's going to come next. It's like when I'm in a talking mood and my dad's in a talking mood. And we both can't get off the phone with each other because <laughs> it's like we both start like trying to end the conversation, and then it's like, and like, all right, Dad, it's uh, time for me to go. Yeah, they were playing uh, that Wonderwall song the other day. Don't no, like it. Don't like it. It's not a good song. <laughs> I did it to him the other day as well. He's like, oh, I gotta go, and I was like, yeah. So like, hot air balloons sometimes fly past our apartment. <laughs> Oh my god, I heard that and I could, like, because I hadn't pieced together the beginning of your conversation. I was like, oh, interesting. Like, I wonder how they got onto that. So that makes me laugh a lot inside, too. Oh no, we started talking about that because we got on the topic of my nana who went on a hot air balloon ride in the Grand Canyon of That's all right. places and it crashed. Yes. I was like, I said to Dad, I said, at least your hot air balloon experiences have been better than Nana's, being is- better than your mother's. This is true. And he just laughed and went, yeah. <laughs> and now we are doing that exact same thing of trying to prolong a conversation. Hey, at this point, we will have probably made it to 40 minutes. So <laughs> I feel like it's a good good enough place to stop. Deal. I was going to, I was going to. Oh my God. <laughs> stop talking. And that then I realized a- that was not a good place. That's, it's not a good medium to just stop talking. So this has. Well, I guess we need to ask how yeah or yeah. No. Oh, fuck. We do too. Um, sure. I'm just going to give a sure for both. I'm going to give a hell yeah to both. End conversation. This has been my apology <laughs> to you, Emma Goulding. Okay. Apology accepted. <laughs>